Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. Hello, welcome to the Infinity Center. I'm glad that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Well, I pray you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. You created fresh memories and you're ready now for a fresh word. And this theme is trials and temptations. And as you know, when you go through a trial, sometimes you don't know how to express yourself in your praise, in your prayer. But right here, let's just create an atmosphere where we are declaring with our sound, the sound of the break through no matter what that weight is upon us we're going to declare out of our innermost being that refreshing sound that refreshes our spirit refreshes our mind and rejuvenates who we are so come on just join me add your voice print right where you are we're creating an atmosphere together right no words needed just your sound Psalms 42 verse 11 says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Job said it like this. Sometimes you don't have vocabulary to express how down you are, what the trial is. And Job answered and said in Job 6 verse 1 to 4, Oh, that my grief were thoroughly weighed and my calamity laid in the balances together. For now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea. Therefore, my words are swallowed up. For the arrows of the Almighty are within me, and the poison whereof drinketh up my spirit. The terrors of God do set themselves in array against me. What's the theme for tonight? It's trials and temptations. We all go through them, right? But we need to be able to express that. And sometimes we don't have the words because we're just overwhelmed by how we feel. We are weighted down. And I love the scripture where Job says that my grief was thoroughly weighed. And if it was weighed with all the calamity, it would be heavier than the sands of the sea. That is the depth and the weight of what some of us carry and what we are walking through. But you know, in the midst of trials and temptations, you've got to face 
face them. You've got to recognize them. You've got to name what it is. You've got to say what that distress or that perplexity is and not ignore it. The easiest way is to be in denial. But right here in this season, let us face the trials and temptations that we are going through. Let us look at ourselves in the mirror and as weighed down as we are, we know that there is a hope that we have. There is a faith that we have, a faith level that is challenged and yet will increase. I'm going to say that to you again, a faith level that is challenged and yet it will increase. Trials test our development, our character development. While temptations, as external as they are, they can be overcome by self-control and discipline. Why do trials come? We all have trials, no matter what stage in our lives we are, how great, how small, how elderly, how young, we all have trials in our lives. It's those testings that brings forth the testimony. It's the testings that let us depend and rely on God. We all know our strengths. We all know our weaknesses. Some of us can quote to you our strengths and we can name our weaknesses. We don't have to think about it. it we know it. It's, it's developed within us. We know that strong man that is within us and we know that weak, feeble uh, individual that is inside, that weak character, that weak uh, nature that is inside. We identify it. We don't run from it. We identify it. And the older you get, when you identify it, you don't shrink from it. You embrace it because you know your strength is greater than your weakness. That's going to bless somebody. Uh, that's going to be a real provoking thought. Your strength, when you name your strength, it should override that weak feeling, that weak moment. If you're sick, what is that strength that you will be healed? By his stripes, you are healed. If you're in lack right now, what is the strength that you know that God can turn your situation around in a instant, in a moment. We are still receiving testimonies from the breakthroughs that have happened in and in and at the Infinity Center. We're still receiving testimonies of what God has done after that, after the seed, and we're in the cycle of receiving in the harvest. Come on. And so in the midst of the trials, of, in the midst of the sowing, in the midst of the walking, in the midst of the tribulation that, you're, that you are facing, you know that God is your absolute provider and strength. And I'm here to remind you in all the glory that we enjoy, I'm here to remind you that trials come. We face temptation, but we walk in the knowledge that God is our reality. David said it again, Psalms 42 verse 11. I'm going to read it again. Why are you cast down, O my soul? I love to say, if you've been around me, and many of you haven't, my private time, I talk to myself. I talk loud to myself. And if you're around me, you say, are you talking to me? It's, no, I'm talking to myself. David talked to himself. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? David also said to his soul, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. So he talked to himself when he was low, and he encouraged and called his whole being into alignment when he wanted to praise God. So he knew the discipline of overcoming was to not only speak to himself when he was low, but speak to himself to give God praise. Why do t tests come? Tests comes because you're growing. 
you're maturing. Trials come because you are being extended. You are being stretched. You are coming into excellence. You're coming into the exceeding part. And so that, that stretching is the trials that you are facing. And what is trials doing? It's building your character, building your maturity. Uh, sometimes they call it arrested development. You get stuck in one particular period of your life. There's been a trauma that you've never got over. That is the perplexity. But I'm here to tell you tonight that this is a season for your breakthrough. Tonight, the, a breakthrough is going to begin in you and continue to overflow and continue as a discipline of your growth. Why? Because God is stretching you into the maturity to handle what it is he's placed upon you. Each one of us has a mandate. Each one of us has a destiny. Each one of us has a purpose. And when trials will come that make you want to fall back or it will just uh, infuse you to move forward, to keep taking one step forward. No matter how discouraged you are, just come right here on RMMTV. We've got the resource, we've got the titles to help you press forward. So, what does trials do? 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8 to 10. I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures tonight. Whenever I go through, I know a trial is coming, things are, hap things are good, things are overflowing, deadlines are being met, creativity is going on, and I get this scripture, I, I know trials are coming. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies, that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies. Let's break this down. What does troubled mean? It means difficulty or problems. Difficulty in doing a thing procrastinating in doing a thing. You're so troubled that you procrastinate. Sometimes you procrastinate because you don't know how. And in, in the don't know how, you become anxious. You become worried. Uh, uh, am I going to succeed? Will this thing work? And so you're troubled. And in that troubled, you are, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you see the problem bigger than it is. You know, there's, th there's times in all our lives where when you bring in somebody, you explain to them the problem, they look at you like, oh, that's not a problem. Oh, that's, e that's easy to be solved. But because to you, it is so overwhelming, you cannot figure out how it is to be done. And that's why I love with everything that I'm going to read in this particular scripture, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8 to 10, there is a solution. You are troubled on every side, but you are not distressed. What does it mean to be distressed? It means to worry. It means to be tired. You can add in there frustrated. You're so tired that you're in frustration because you don't know a way out. But in the midst of that, God teaches us that we don't have to be anxious about it. He gives us, what's that phrase that we all quote? He gives us a peace that passes all understanding. Have you walked through a trial? And while you're walking through it, you know it's a trial, but there is such peace 
the trial, the situation, the circumstance hasn't changed. Just your mindset, your attitude, your get up and get on with it is what keeps you going. There is a balance in all of this. I'm not saying that you live in denial. No, you recognize it. You own that you're walking through a trial. I'm, somebody's going to hear me. You own that you're walking through it, and you own that you will be victorious. You will not be distressed. You will not be burdened down. You will not become so weary and frustrated that, Lord, I just give up. You're going to talk to your spirit and say, be quiet and hear the voice voice of God. When you're troubled, learn to find that space of creativity. I call it the space of creativity. It's that place of silence. It's that place where you can quiet yourself. I preached a message just recently where I said that you come, uh, you compose yourself. You come to that place of recognition that it takes God. Come on. that When you compose yourself, you come to the mindset where let his peace come upon me. Let his peace rest on me and let me understand him in all that is happening to me. You, 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 do, you don't become anxious or worried. You become trusting of him. I love the scripture, Galatians 6 verse 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, but at the proper time, you know the English in me, you know, at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Trouble will come, oh, Man is born unto trouble. So you don't have to look for trouble. Trouble will find you. But in this, in right here, recognize what season you are in and recognize the trouble that is coming against you. Recognize the trouble that you cause and the trouble that you're being drawn into. Somebody's going to hear me because in the midst of everything that God is doing, distraction is a big uh, enemy of success. Distraction is a big enemy of character development, of goal setting, of moving forward into what God is saying to you and doing for you. So as, let's keep going, perplexed, completely baffled or confused. I love this word, discombobulated. You don't, you don't you've lost your balance. You've lost your rhythm, you, um, but not in despair. In despair, not absent of hope. There's so many people, you you can name them, they're, they're coming up before you, it might be you yourself, that there are things that get you to be so baffled by it, as simple as it is, it confuses you. You don't know, uh, or the phrase I want to use is, you're second guessing yourself. You know what you need to do, but you second guess, did I do that right? Am I going the right way? And you get discombobulated. You, you lose your bearings. But God is wants you to know that in the midst of all that, you are not in despair. You are not absence from hope because you just got to quieten your spirit. You just got to renew your mind of who you are and what you have. You just got to renew your mind of the strength and, and the God-given ability. You know, many of us have... We can name our gifting. We can name our strength. Uh, we can do it without God. But when you know that the things that you're doing right now, come on, can I talk to somebody? The things that God is challenging you with now that you're confused about, you're not in despair because it's his download. It's his revelation in you that makes you overcome. It's his 
mystery unfolding, writing it on the tablets of your heart, revealing it in the imagination of your thoughts that get you to realize, oh, I've got hope. There's hope in me. I can, I can do this. The ability to overcome. Psalm 62, verse 5 to 6 says, Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. In the midst of confusion, come on, in the midst of I don't know, I don't understand, I'm trying to work it out. He, here comes the hope that brings a fresh reality to you and gives you the, uh, I call it the administrative ability to put things into place and to execute it. I love those two phrases, administration, to, put, to know how to put things in place and then to be able to execute it. Per persecuted, hostility and ill treatment. Are you being, let's talk, let's talk for a minute. Are you being persecuted because you are content and you are happy that things don't change? Or are you being persecuted because you are the one that is implementing the change? Ill treatment, you're, you're seeking to go higher, you're seeking to do better, you're seeking to move into promotion. And uh, the, suddenly, ill treatment comes up. People don't like that you are moving forward, that you are excelling. People want to keep you restricted. It, it might not be the outside. It might be internal. You don't want to, to move forward. You don't want the responsibility. God is challenging you to be, to, that even though you are persecuted, you are not forsaken. He has not abandoned or deserted you. Oh, hallelujah. He will not forsake you or leave you alone. What does Psalms 34 verse 18 to 20 say about that? The Lord is close to those whose hearts are breaking. He rescues those who are humbly sorry for their sins. The good man does not escape all troubles. He has them too. But the Lord helps him in each and every, each and every one. No one, not one of his bones is broken. Ah, oh, persecuted but not abandoned. Broken but not destroyed. Troubled, you can't escape it, but God has a rescue plan if you will just trust him, if you will just believe for him, believe on him. And I want to tell you this because this is, this is a testimony of what I've gone through just this year, that even though I've been perplexed, even though I've uh, struggled, um, I keep my eyes on for us, it's, for me, it's quite easy because I've always got something going on. I've always got some schedule to fulfill. I've always got some creativity to do. So I've got it's something to focus on. And in the midst of things uh, erupting suddenly, uh, this year, uh, you've heard me say uh, at Passover that the warfare was great 
because of what we're breaking into. This year, we've had to push through uh, and struggle through. Uh, you wouldn't know it unless you were around, around me because I know the mature, maturity in me knows how to grab a hold of God and command the blessing because the blessing is not just for my household, it's for all those that serve. And so when you come to this place where your heart is breaking, you're persecuted but not forsaken, you're not, you have not been abandoned. Can I speak to somebody, that orphan spirit that says, I'm abandoned, I've been pushed aside, I've been cast down, I've been uh, isolated. You are not abandoned right here. I am speaking into the very soul of you right now and saying to you that God's fingerprint is on your heart. God's fingerprint is in your imagination. When you can't describe uh, verbally what is happening, what the trial is, God keeps your imagination alive with the vision he's put within you. Lord, I don't know how it's going to come to pass. And he keeps saying, speak it. I'm speaking, affirming somebody right now. He's saying, keep speaking it. Oh, it doesn't, nothing looks like uh, it's overcoming. Nothing looks like it's changing. That's the trial and that's the persecution. But I tell you, keep declaring and keep seeing what God is saying and doing within you. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.